Am I teasing or are you? Uh, yes, it's that kind of insightfulness that you will get from This Is Truly News. It's why you watch and listen and podcast us at your favorite watching and listening podcasting place. That should be watching or listening, but really, let's not get into the minutia. So please, if you would, like, subscribe. Well, you've already liked, subscribed, and follow us. We know about you. Could you have other folks do that too? Friends, family, um, acquaintances, the lady that gets your coffee order, anything like that, please. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Like, follow, subscribe. Good on you. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Speaking of good, a good Samaritan noticed an elderly man being robbed. All right. So he jumped in and punched the thief. Thief was so upset, he called the police to complain. Everybody knows snitches get starches. (laughs) Or something. No, that's a callback to the story on Cyprus. Oh, we're back to the potato. Yes. I wasn't paying attention because I just saw a show where the words were, of course, (laughs) don't forget. He did the right thing, but. Sti- snitches get stitches. What? No, I do. And one of the guys in the back, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Two men decided a back-to-school event at an office supply store would be the perfect crime to do some shoplifting. After all, the clerks would be busy helping tons of shoppers. Check the calendar, guys. Just check the calendar. Unfortunately for our criminal masterminds, the sale happened to coincide with the annual Shop with a Cop Day. When about 60 police officers show up to help children pick out school supplies. The fact that I'm reading this story tells you what happened next. Oh, yeah. I think the, the polite term is a disgusted busted. <laughs> Finally, two machete-wielding men barged into a Sydney, Australia bar demanding money. Money, I say. Unfortunately... They didn't know the club was hosting a biker's meeting at the time. Two different fates here. One ended up in the hospital. The other tied with electrical wire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Guys, you got. No. We only catch the dumb ones. (laughs) So a lost ring will soon find its way home after 70 some years. Wow. Is there someone there who remembers it? You know, considering I barely remember breakfast, I think I had some. I don't know. Kelly Stewart of Richfield, Utah, found the ring in 2019 while using his metal. What usually happens is someone younger in the family who's been told the story will remember. Ah, okay. They are they're the ones who get it. Okay. At least it better be the way it works in my house, because <laughs> where was I? Kelly Stewart, Richfield, Utah. Okay, I found the ring a couple of years ago. Well, almost three now since we're in 2022. <laughs> Okay, honestly, I did not write 2021 and two checks I've already written. You didn't. I am so proud of me. Wait, wait, wait. The year checked, right? I gave myself extra. Yeah. Okay. Just. We have got to talk to you about getting out a little bit. We really do. We really do. Found the ring in 2019 using his metal detector in the yard of an abandoned home. See, now I would never have thought of that. I'd have been throwing rocks at the windows because I'm a jerk that I, you know, when we were kids. Yep. 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 That's what you did. Yeah. Uh, it's a 10 carat gold ring from the 1943 class of the Colorado school of mines, which would be, I'm guessing a technical school. I'm guessing. 
Inscribed You'd expect it or do have had to dig it up. Yes. You I'm know, very, it just seems fitting, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm very pleased with myself. Yeah. He's going to throw out his shoulder, pat himself on the back. <laughs> the inscription read RWD. So Kelly found a 1948 yearbook from the school on eBay. This man's determined, which revealed the wings, wings, which revealed the rings, likely owner, Richard William Denneke. Did you just say Richard William? Maybe. R.W.D. Renneke is nearing his 100th birthday at a nursing home in Georgia. And Stewart plans to mail the ring back to him. Denneke told Stewart in a phone call, I think it's amazing. The fact that you remember it, I think that's amazing. <laughs> there we go. Well, I'm so glad he gets to see it again. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I like see, that. I lose stuff and it's like. I never see it again. Ever. And nobody not even cares. A, not e no one. Not a glimpse. I've had to order my third telephone headset in three years. You want to know why? Lost the other two? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And no one cared, did they? No, no, no. Let me guess. Well, where's the last place you had it? Think about if that. If I knew that, I did, if I knew that, I wouldn't have lost it, would I? So there. The worst part is when you now, right? Because I'm old. and I will find it somewhere in the house later on. But I don't you know. Do. You will. All yeah. you'll find oh, both of them. Yeah, yeah. You'll have three sitting there going. That <laughs> uh, sucks to be me. <laughs> I and now I've taken to you know putting stuff in. You know how things always end up in a place. Oh yeah. And sometimes you have to put something down because, and you're not in that place. You, I'll put it here because that way I'll remember. And you don't. Because when you're looking for it, you go back to where you normally look and it's not there. By the way, that now means that if I move it like two feet. <laughs> Six inches. Yeah. It's not as bad as when I, you know, you've got your head up, your glasses. Up. Yeah, so your head. yeah, right. Where the hell are my glasses? Uh, and no one knows how to answer because... <laughs> This is going to be embarrassing and funny. They should, they should point. Yeah. I just remember endless conversations. My parents had very short ones. Dot, have you seen my glasses? Yes. On your head. Yep. See, those are the conversations I want. Where are my keys? Have you checked the key ring? Yes. Check your, checked your pocket? How oh. about your pocket? <laughs> huh. Son of a what, what I What I hate now is it's, and even my daughter will do that. Where have you looked? um everywhere <laughs> and then they find it first place they look yeah right how about here i must have missed that part of everywhere <laughs> the, yeah the key hanger. Yeah. if i find the ring i would forget halfway through who i was looking for to send it to heck we've forgotten we're doing the show um Are we doing a show yeah three quick um stupid criminals a german bank robber sent mocking emails to local police ridiculing their efforts to arrest him First, he let them neither, know. Neither. Did they throw taunts in his general direction? He threw taunts in their general direction. That rascal. First, he let them know they had his age, build, and accent wrong. Well, that's something you want them to know because you'd like them to correct it. Then he corrected their announcement that he'd escaped on foot. No, he had a getaway car. Okay, I'm just going to go out and say it. We are a stupid species. Yeah, they... they, they uh... They uh, had a talk with him a few hours later because they they traced his email. Story number two. Yeah. 
Mesa, Arizona, home break-in was foiled when the burglar jumped through the bedroom window and got tramped in a trapped, I should say, in a clothes hamper. Or tramped in a clothes hamper. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part is I can do that now without even thinking about it because <laughs> that's what you do now. <laughs> trapped in a clothes hamper. So coming in the window, shunk. Well, this is into the hamper. Yeah. And now I'm stuck. Well, now this can't be good. <laughs> Cops. This is like the time I fell over backwards in the studio when Tess was doing the news. That was this, funny. This will not end anyway. It wasn't funny at that point, but. Oh, it was hilarious. Whenever you think about it now, it's like, yeah, this, that's like classic radio. That's a classic radio story now, man. So, you know, the guy jumps in, drops in the clothes hamper. Clothes hamper. Cops take it from there. You say, did they um, find him or was it not to laundry day? Um, something, something clean getaway. Joseph gets his what? You like that? Sadly, yes. <laughs> Joseph gets his alleged attempt to rob a York, Pennsylvania bank met with some snags. First teller he tried to rob fainted. Okay, that's not good. Next two had no cash in their drawers. That's really not good. Fed up, gets stormed out, threatening to write an angry letter to the bank. Cops are giving him that opportunity. Pretty, pretty much would, would pay to watch that. 28, 28. <laughs> this is from the smoking gun, so it has to be true. Sad. Really? 28-year-old <laughs> Nicole Gregory was arrested in November in St. Petersburg, Florida, after a sheriff's deputy observed her dropping baggies containing fentanyl. Wow. According to the smoking gun story. Yeah. Gregory admitted to selling the opioid, saying she gets 10 bucks a bump. But she had a, a good reason. She was selling the drugs, 10 bucks a bump, to make money to pay for an attorney for a pending drug charge oh good lord actually it turns out they were needed the attorney for for two charges one in august and one in october the trifecta along, along with the fentanyl nicole was most recently found who have meth morphine and oxy stupid species <laughs> is as yes, stupid species does sir. you could actually call her a dope oh yeah, I know. This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.